Welcome back, and thank you again for joining me. We're back this week with more unknown serial killers and to dig deep in their minds. Before we get started, viewers' discretion is advised because we are talking about drugs, violence, and murder. Let's get into it and talk about Carlton Gary. Carlton Michael Gary was born September 24, 1950 in Columbus, Georgia. His father was a construction worker who wanted nothing to do with him and would not accept any financial responsibility for him. Gary met his biological father only once when he was 12 years old. Gary's mother was extremely poor and as a result, they frequently relocated. He was malnourished most of the time and was often left with his aunt or great aunt, both maids for elderly, wealthy women. In elementary school, Gary suffered serious head trauma when he was knocked unconscious in a playground accident. In his teen years, he was a heavy drug user. Between the ages of 14 and 18, he was arrested numerous times for robbery, arson, and assault. During that time, he married a woman named Sheila and had two children. In 1970, he moved to Albany, New York, where he had plans to become a singer but he continued with his criminal activities. In May 1970, soon after Carlton Gary moved to Albany, an elderly woman named Marion Brewer was robbed and attacked in her hotel room. Two months later, he robbed 85-year-old Nellie Farmer in her apartment and strangled her to death. After Gary attempted an assault on a third elderly woman, he was arrested and his fingerprints matched one left of the scene of the Farmer murder. Gary admitted have taken part in the robbery, but he claimed that an accomplice, John Lee Mitchell, was responsible for the actual murder. He testified against Mitchell in court, and Mitchell was charged despite no material evidence connecting him to the crime. Gary was charged only with robbery, a sentence he served, and was paroled in 1975, where he moved to Syracuse, New York. There, he attacked, raped, and strangled two more elderly women in their homes, one died, but the other survived. The two survivors were not able to identify Gary positively as the crime occurred in the dark. At least one victim was sure that her attacker was a mustached black male and she was strangled with a scarf. Gary was never charged for any of these crimes, but was instead sent back to prison for parole violation and robbery. On August 22nd, 1977, Gary escaped from his low-security prison by sawing through the bars of his cell and made it back to Columbus, Georgia. One month after his escape, on September 16, 1977, he raped, beat, and strangled 60-year-old Fern Jackson to death with a nylon stocking at her home in the Winton District of Columbus. Nine days later, he killed 71-year-old Jean in, her, in a similar fashion, followed by 89-year-old Florence on October 21st and 69-year-old Martha Thurmud on October 25th. On December 28th, Gary struck again, raping and killing 74-year-old Kathleen Woodruff. This time, there was no stocking left at the scene. Two months later, on February 12, 1978, Gary attacked Ruth but fled after she triggered her bedside alarm. He went two blocks down the road before breaking into another home 
in raping and strangling 78-year-old Mildred Borum. His final victim was 61-year-old Janet Kofer, whom he murdered on April 20th, 1978. Now look, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but this is like someone's great-grandma or grandma. Just imagine them being so defenseless and he's breaking into their homes and he's killing them and they have no idea what's going on. In December 1978, following a robbery in South Carolina, Gary was arrested. He confessed and was sentenced to 21 years in prison for armed robbery. He escaped from custody on March 15, 1983 and remained at large for a year before he was apprehended again. Gary is alleged to have raped and or murdered seven elderly women between 1977 and 1978 in Columbus, known as the Stocking Strangler. In three of the cases, he was convicted of beating, sexually assaulting, and strangling the victims. Two of the survivors testified that he strangled them into unconsciousness before raping or attempting to rape them. Gary was indicted for the murders on May 5, 1984, convicted on August 26, 1986, and sentenced to death the following day. On March 15, 2008, Carlton Gary was executed by lethal Winchester. He died at 10.33 p.m. and declined to make a final statement. He also declined his final meal. So, this man had no remorse. He did not want to make a statement to any of the families of these people that he killed. He did not care if, you know, they were mourning. He did not feel bad at all. Like I said, this could have been somebody's great-grandma or grandma, and he took them away. But I hope you guys enjoyed this this week's serial killer as much as I enjoyed telling it. Um, Be careful, guys, because you never know these strangers on the street and you never know who they killed.